Okay, Stephanie, so it's my birthday. Mm-hmm. And where is Billy? Not here. I thought she was going to jump out of a cake. Uh, What cake? She was going to come in here in a cake <laughs> and perform <laughs> happier than ever. <laughs> I mean, what happened? We don't have that kind of money. What are you talking about? Are you kidding? We're billionaires. <laughs> I don't have Muskie's 44 billion. <laughs> no, uh... What you could do for me is is play some good grunge music. Oh, oh, you mean like this kind of good grunge music? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, this is not grunge. This is... Oh. Carl! Oh, Carl! <laughs> Walking Dead! Carl! Gnarl! Oh, Gnarl! It's like a bad Eddie Vedder impersonation. <laughs> Whoa! Uh-huh. That's Amber Heard. I feel angry. <laughs> so awful. It's definitely Amber because it's about being violent. Slapping, Why is it so catchy? <laughs> she's slapping Johnny around. <laughs> slapping Elon Musk around. Yeah, he's crying in the bathroom. <laughs> Turn this shit off. Gladly. I, I want to hear some good music. Uh, okay, okay, I got, I, I got it. Uh, what? <laughs> so, this is a Bill Clinton, Trump, and Epstein's theme song. Prince Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. It's very predatory. Just listen mm-hmm. to the lyrics. It's very pervy. Love a woman. He's talking about kids. <laughs> it's always guys named Gary, like Gary Glitter. Who is this? Gary Puckett and the Union Gap. I will admit, I like this. I like the sound of this song, but the song is gross. Who who is the who is the singer who th- had panties thrown at him? It sounds like that. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember his name. Oh, young girl, <laughs> get out of my island. <laughs> Yeah, no, they will never leave the island. Ever. <laughs> ever. They're not coming back. Okay, play my song. Play the song I want to hear. All right, fine. This is the music. This is the intro music to Castle. Or, Are you sure it's Castle? Bones? Hmm. Could be. Sounds like Bones. You know? Yeah. That show about just shipping or maybe it's lucifer it sounds like lucifer uh no this is the x-files this is the second greatest uh, tv theme song of all time i know that's controversial but it's not controversial in this house but it's not number one i'm sorry guys sorry x-file fans we know what number one is <laughs> it will always be number one it inspired the show yeah Tonight on a special episode of the Spookies Podcast. August 19th, 2019. New York City, 6.30 a.m. Enigmatic American financier and convicted sex offender, Jeffrey Epstein is found dead in his jail cell under highly suspicious circumstances. The medical examiner ruled the death a suicide. 
conspiracy theorists quickly point to irregularities in the prison and questions about strange findings in the autopsy report. Did Jeffrey Epstein really commit suicide? Was he murdered to protect his powerful clientele? Or was his death a hoax? Is it possible Jeffrey Epstein is still alive? Join Michael and I as we look into the strange death of Jeffrey Epstein. Perhaps you can help solve a mystery. podcast. I'm your host, Michael. And I'm your co-host, Stephanie. Thank you, Robert Stack, for that glorious intro. <laughs> the Stack is back from beyond the grave. How did he do that? How did we get him? Well, Stephanie summoned the ghost of Robert Stack by quoting her satanic Harry Potter books. <laughs> it was necromancy, the summoning of the dead. Now, Stephanie, before we get to the Jeffrey Epstein suicide comedy special... <laughs> You had a story you wanted to share about your wedding dress. Don't worry, guys. The story has a twist ending rooted in true crime. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It, it literally ends in true crime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what the fuck happened? <laughs> okay. Okay, so I'll try to set the stage. It's 2017. Um, I, I have had my dress, but Michael and I got married in 2015. I'm taking care of my mother, so I'm around my parents a lot. My dad is sabotaging my things. So that also means my dress is now at risk in getting damaged, okay? Her dad's a psycho. Uh-huh. So I ask my uh, uh, friend, who I've known since I was six years old, um, and also was my maid of honor in the wedding, if she can hold on to my wedding dress for me and keep it safe. She says that she will, and she'll keep it safe. And I'm like, please don't let your daughters try it on, you know, because she did that with her dress. And I'm like, this is really special to me. Uh, my mother helped me buy it. She has Parkinson's disease. And well, usually a wedding dress is special. It, it's special for... Especially when you get married on Halloween, which we did. We did. Because we're double worshippers. And it's special for the other reason that my mother was the one that helped me pick it out. It's the last thing that we really got to do that was normal. Okay? She's she's not well. She really can't move very well at this point. That was a joke about us being double worshippers. We're not. <laughs> I, I, at least I'm not. Stephanie is, but I'm not. So... She's holding on to the dress. Stuff happens. We start to grow apart. She starts to act really weird. COVID happens. She gets weirder. I cannot get a hold of her. I can't talk to her. I have. I try texting her. I try messaging on her on Facebook. She's ghosting you. Instagram. Occasionally she'll reply. I'm trying to get my, my dress back because it's fine now. I can get it. I'm like, I want it with me. Mm-hmm. And I also needed to get it uh, cleaned for archiving. And I never had that done. And it wasn't, you know, like severely dirty or anything. It just had like any kind of wear from the hem. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so like it's dusty on the hem, but that's otherwise it, it's perfectly clean and really good shape, but it really should not be hanging on a hanger this long. Okay. Dresses are heavy. And even though this is a lighter gown, it's really like lace and organza and things like that. It's not like one of these ginormous <laughs> wedding gowns that you see on some people. Uh, you still don't want to have, you know, a fine garment hanging up. It can damage the internal structure. Like I said... 
It's our wedding dress. It's my wedding dress. It's it's very special. I married my husband in it. I yeah. love it. It's, I never wore it, guys, by the way. It's a W-2 so. by Waters gown. So if you guys know anything about wedding dresses, you know that that's a really nice gown. There were no pentagrams on this dress. <laughs> no, it's 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 a lovely lace, sweetheart, strapless neckline gown. It, I did this very old Hollywood look uh, for our wedding. My hair was red. Mm-hmm. At my had, request, because mm-hmm. I'm a patriarchal <laughs> ass clown. <laughs> he wanted me to wear red lipstick, so I did for him. It was very glamorous, and I had red nails. Like, it was very not the... Typical bright. I it looked. I looked cool. I really liked my look. It looked. It was beautiful. She bowed to my whims. <laughs> so anyway, um, I I have been asking for this goddamn dress back, and again, she's pulling the same crap. And I'm like, look, I'm moving. I want to get my dress. I want to have all my ducks in a row. I'm just enough. Like, can do I need to show up at your house? Like, I'm starting to say, like, I'm just going to come over. And she keeps she she keeps saying, well, I can just give it to my parents. I see. Look, we grew up together. We were literally like half a block away from each other. I love her parents. They're very sweet. Um, they were a lot more strict than mine, but very sweet. Her mom. I don't. They're stinky. <laughs> I don't like her either. Well, but considering. Um, I hate people. What happens? So anyway, I'm like, fine. She's being weird. And Michael has a bad feeling about all of this anyway. And he's like, you know what? Just let her parents, you know, take the dress and you can go and get it. So that's what I do. I wait till after I move because I just do not have time to do this beforehand. So I think it was um, earlier this week on Monday, (laughs) I went, I picked up the dress. Her parents were really lovely. It was so nice to see them. um, I got to see kind of my old childhood home. It it was very like the whole thing was like really sentimental. And I was even kind of feeling that way, even though my friend and I had really grown apart. We are really not friends at this point. Because she hasn't acted like a friend in other significant ways. Let's get to the plot twist. So anyway, uh, I I get home. The sun is finally shining. Here in the Midwest, it keeps raining, and it's been cold, and then it'll get warm, and we might get some sun, and then it's overcast again. But Monday, it was not. It was really gorgeous. So I get home, and I don't know if you've seen those kind of... They're like almost these plasticky garment bags, but it's like that fake fabric material. It's kind of see-through. And the dress is, is hanging up in the car, and you can I can see there are dark blotches through the garment bag. <sighs> so I'm 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 worried. I'm I'm thinking this is there's there's shit on this dress. There's stains on this dress. So as soon as I, I bring it inside, I take it out of the bag, and sure enough, the dress is turned around backwards in the garment bag. The veil was hanging over it strange. The it came with like a floral belt that looked like it had been damaged. Like maybe some of the fabric had been pulled. They were like petals. Mm-hmm. And it was like the lace and organza. Either it was just stepped on or, or it was literally ripped. I, I don't know. But the worst part are these ginormous, what look like coffee stains all down the front of the dress. Going down the dress. And I just cry. Because, you know, this person had been horrible to me for a while and it wasn't completely unexpected, but we had known each other for such a long time. And I do think it was deliberate. This woman is ag- toxic femininity. That she aggressively vandalized my dress on purpose. And because uh, she, she I'm, saying, I'm, I'm telling you, she was, she was being weird. Okay, and, so this sucks. Yeah. It sucks. I hate this. I, I, I want to give a little just kind of happy footnote to the dress. So I did take it to 
uh, the person I bought my gown from here in our new town that we're living in is actually where I bought the dress. We're going to get it fixed. And it's already being sent off to be cleaned and archived. So that's good. Well, there's a twist in the story. But this yes. This is why we're talking about it. <laughs> this is why we're talking to it. <laughs> so tell them what happened. Okay. So she's she got married a third time. Now, I was her maid of honor at her second wedding. She got married, I think, like a year after Michael and I did, I believe in 2016. I was her maid of honor. My dad took her pictures like he took her pictures for her first wedding. He was a wedding photographer for many years. And he took the pictures for Michael and I's wedding as well. So that was one of the things she would never talk to me about. I'm like, what happened? What happened to uh, what happened to your husband? Like what happened? You know, just curious friend. Like, are, are you okay? What's going on? She wouldn't say anything. And then suddenly she's married to this new guy she's eloped with. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, and I'm curious. So after, after this dress debacle, um, I want to know why they've, they've divorced. I'm, I'm, I'm just curious right now. Like my mind is going, I'm like, was it over differing, you know, ideological views? Cause they were both conservatives, but he seemed to be more level headed, should I say? And she was more a uh, rabid Fox news lady <laughs> or, you know, Facebook connoisseur news, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I'm thinking maybe it's something like that, or maybe he's cheated on her, but I just kind of, I'm just curious. I just want to see, well, I can't find him on Facebook. Hmm. That's weird. So I'm like, I know I'll go to Google. Surely he's there. So I Google his name, and the first thing that pops up is Peeping Tom sentenced in trial. And I'm thinking, surely this is not the same guy. This John guy. Fallon, that's uh-huh. his name. Jonathan, you can look him up. Jonathan Fallon, F-A-L-E-N, Olathe, Kansas. That's O-L-A-T-H-E. Look, there's news segments of this there guy There are YouTube. literal news segments. So here's what happened. In 2019, John Fallon was taking his cell phone camera and sticking it under doors of fitting rooms at the Nordstrom's rack while he was with my now ex-friend and videotaping women. Now, he was caught because another woman saw him do this and yelled at him. Now, he ran out of the store, but when the cops reviewed CCTV footage, they were able to match him through ding, 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 Facebook. Which is weird, but whatever. That's, I don't know. They have facial recognition technology. Yeah. So that's how they found him. I mean, I knew this guy was a scumbag, but I didn't think Uh he was that bad. Now, he gets sentenced in 2021 for 18 months probation, which is nothing. Now, he was going to be put on the sexual predator list because in in Kansas, we don't have very tough laws for peeping toms. We have nothing. And the woman that he took video of, and there was, by the way, there was more footage on his phone of other women. To be fair, though, skirts. his life is pretty ruined. It's ruined. He's done. So. Right. So he was he was going to be put on the sex pest registry, and the bill got passed unanimously in this in the Senate, and then it goes to the House floor, and COVID hits. Yeah, and, and it whatever. fucking dies. So I that's a bummer because honestly, I I do think people who are peeping toms should be put in that category. Do you think that he ever went to Epstein's Island? <laughs> No, but I think my ex-friend got her fucking karma. So <laughs> I just want to say for the record, I never like these people. Most of Stephanie's friends, I can't stand. So Look, okay, I it was so weird cuz we would just say, you know, if we knew each other as adults, we would never be friends, but but because we knew each other when we were kids, it was like the sentimental reason why we stayed friends. And I just want to say that it's a terrible fucking reason to stay friends with anybody. Yeah. It's bad. And I don't know if it's a Midwest thing or something that like women teach their daughters. But oh my God, please don't do that if you're doing that to your kids. 
or you just think that you have to stay friends with someone because you've known them for such like a long period of time. You literally owe people nothing. Okay. You don't have to stay friends with anybody, <laughs> particularly out of any kind of sentiment because she wasn't a good friend. I mean, for even my childhood, I mean, she was like an older sister, but she was like an abusive older sister. Well, at least this ties into. And no one fucking liked her. She was mean and rude to everybody. Literally everybody. Yeah, I didn't like her. Uh, this ties into today's theme of sex pest and <laughs> sexual predators. So I have something I want to talk about before we get to uh, Epstein Island. Okay. So Stephanie, the world has ended. Uh-huh. Transhumanist advocate and billionaire shit poster Elon Musk, <laughs> the world ender, has now bought Twitter. We are doomed. Wokesters and all the Karens who have posters of Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or is it Kamala? What, it's Kamala. Whatever. It's like Kamala. Kamala. And Hillary Clinton on their bedroom walls are now all saying they're moving to Canada. <laughs> Don't they know Twitter exists on what's called the World Wide Web? <laughs> it's the same platform. And then I'm not understanding, like, because they're all going to quit Twitter or what and start using other ethical social media sites like Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and TikTok, because those are run by really great guys. Yes, after they're done shopping at Walmart and Amazon. <laughs> now, Supreme Leader Elon <laughs> is going to ban pronouns. He's going to ban feminism. <laughs> and let comedians tell problematic jokes about people who self-diagnose as autistic which is ironic considering elon musk has asperger's according to him maybe he's self-diagnosed i don't know (laughs) everyone on twitter is acting like donald trump just bought twitter yeah the social media equivalent of election night 2016 and i know some people listen to this might be like oh i like election night 2016 the guy's a the guy's a fucking businessman he's not gonna shit he's one of obama's boys he's an obama boy he obama loves those fucking people yeah those are who he hangs out with is those Silicon Valley motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. You see, according to all the blue checks, Twitter was a paradise <laughs> of rational discourse <laughs> run by deeply righteous and caring elites from Silicon Valley. <laughs> Stephanie, it was Wakanda for white female comedians no, no. and people who self-diagnose as autistic, non-binary <laughs> anime weirdos. <laughs> now it is run by this alt-right, this oligarch diamond slaver. He's not an ethical person like Jack Dorsey. (laughs) He's going to turn the woke utopia of Twitter into the MAGA shithole of 4chan. (laughs) Now look, for the record, I loathe Elon Musk with all the fires of a thousand suns. (laughs) He's a billionaire, and I find the whole concept of billionaires a moral failing of our society. As do I. You know, I'm a leftist. Mm -hmm. We are no fans of billionaires on this podcast. Most of them are pedophiles anyway. (laughs) You guys need to calm the fuck down. Yeah. Twitter has always been shit. It is full of bots and grifters. It is a hellscape devoid of nuance and driven by manufactured outrage. It's a site with a clearly defined hierarchy of sanctimonious, holier-than-thou, virtue-signaling asshats. (laughs) Hated and liking the correct films has become a sign of being socially progressive online based solely on the perceived audience for said films. I remember when the movie Jurassic World was released. Mm-hmm. It was considered alt-right to like that movie. What? It because really? 
Bryce Dallas Howard was wearing high heels. And that, oh, yeah. That was patriarchal. Oh, I forgot about that. Even though she was like bitchy business lady in the beginning of the she film. She was like a girl boss. Yeah. Which is the ideal for every Hillary Clinton fan in the world to be a girl boss. <laughs> I hate that shit. It's so fucking cringe. I mean, do they think being a fan of Marvel superhero movies makes them enlightened or morally superior? I mean, it's toxic as fuck, and it always has been. Elon Musk spent $43 billion to buy Twitter. He sure did. I thought it was 44. I think it's 43. Whatever. It's a lot of money. <laughs> it's a lot of money. <laughs> All your favorite woke celebrities aren't spending a dime to make the world a better place. Yeah. They are just as greedy and grandiose as he is. The elites all have a shared interest. Rob Reiner, every day he's on Twitter. Oh, God, Trump. Oh, God, Elon Musk. I know. He's I not know. spending a fucking dime. And I, look, I don't dislike Rob Reiner. I like his movies. I like Misery. I like A Few Good Men. Yeah. He's made some good movies. Yeah. And he was a good actor, too. But the guy's full of shit. They're all full of shit, man. The Nazis have already been on the on, on the goddamn platform already. They're already there. Well, you've got two kinds of Nazis. You've got the Nazis who want uh, to take away women's rights. Yeah. And then you've got the Nazis who want to, want people like me, a white male, to be a second-class citizen. Those are Nazis as well. Yeah, They're all is. totalitarian. They're all authoritarian. And we hate them all. <laughs> Look. If Elon Musk turns Twitter into 4chan, another platform will take its place. Another shitty platform. Right, right. It will be okay. You existed before Twitter. Grow up. Okay, enough of this shit. (laughs) What are we talking about tonight, Stephanie? Because this is what people are here for. They they probably were bored out of their fucking minds. Let's get get to the topic. (laughs) We are talking about Jeffrey Epstein transhumanist, sex trafficker, billionaire perv to the stars. And an acquaintance of Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. Tonight's pod is like an episode of Tales from the Crypt, but at least it has a happy ending. Because most likely he's dead. (laughs) Uh, Except for one theory. The question for tonight is, did he really kill himself? Was he murdered? Or is he really even dead? Tonight is all about the conspiracy theories surrounding the suspicious death of the world's most infamous sex-trafficking transhumanist, Jeffrey Fuckstein. His fate, you could say, is hanging by a thread. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) When Jeffrey Epstein died, I remember this, you had all these people in the legacy media acting like anyone who questioned the official story was some QAnon lunatic or Trump supporter. Right. When I would bring up questions, like, oh, you must be a Trump supporter. I'm like, I fucking hate Trump. Yeah. It was very odd. It was just like they were trying to shut you down. Yeah, yeah. Like, like to label you this to where you could not question the established story, the, question the, what they wanted you well, to know. Well, it reminds me of the JFK conspiracy theory that he wasn't murdered by um Are you Oswald. saying that Oswald didn't do it? Yeah, and that it wasn't multiple bullets. <laughs> that, that the single bullet theory was the only theory that existed, and it was, that was accepted. When I was growing up in the 80s and 90s, that that was just like, to say otherwise, you were labeled a lunatic. For, well, they did the same shit. It, it was very odd. They immediately tried to shut down any questions about what happened to Jeffrey Epstein. Mm-hmm. And look, I don't, I'm glad the fucker's dead. I hate the guy. He, I think he was killed for a reason. Mm-hmm. The public has a right to know. You have a right to know. For the record, I'll say this again, in case you guys didn't hear. Steffi and I do not like Trump. The sound of his voice makes me want to vomit. <laughs> to be honest, all of these people we're talking about make me want to vomit. They're disgusting. 
I wanted part two to be a more comedic episode because the first part of this, some people said it was too dark, you know, but it, the subject matter is dark. The subject matter is heavy. It's hard. It is hard. But what's funnier than a horrible person, a man who has caused enormous pain and suffering to others, committing suicide or being murdered? <laughs> I can't think of anything funnier. I just wanted him to suffer in jail because this guy had so much fucking freedom and so much power. And I wanted him to be in a roach infested shithole for the rest of his well, life. Well, he wasn't going to stay where he was at forever anyway. So after the break, join us as we talk all about the creepy and weird things on Epstein's Pedo Island and the events that led to his alleged suicide. Jeffrey Epstein had all the characteristics of a human being. Blood, skin, hair, flesh, tissue, and bone. But not a single clear, identifiable emotion other than his thirst for dominance and power. He is more of an idea than a person, more of a concept or an abstraction, the personification of base needs and predatory desires, a vague sketch of humanity with zero empathy, a creature of great intellect, of profound persuasion, wearing the skin of a man, with his god complex and boomer narcissism. He was always destined to be a monster. He gave the elites what they wanted, and they gave him what he needed. Wealth and absolute control over the lives of others. He was everything ugly about the real America. Corruption, exploitation, and doublespeak. There are no good billionaires. Except for George Lucas. <laughs> so, Stephanie, I have a question for you. I have a counterfactual for you to chew on. Okay. If someone came forward with evidence that George Washington, the founding father of this country, mm -hmm. was a serial killer and a cannibal, would it change the way you look at America as a whole? Or I'll give you, I'll give you another one example. Rosa Parks. If somebody came forward with evidence, and I want to be clear, there's no evidence on either of these scenarios. But if Rosa Parks was actually a pedophile of young boys or young girls, would that change how you look at the foundation of the entire no, country? Well, of course, because it'd be predicated on something foul, right? Yeah, but she, now, is it different for Rosa Parks than it is George Washington? Because he's the founder of the country. No. Rosa Parks started in, I don't know if she necessarily started the movement, but she really was like that catalyst. She's a civil rights icon. Yes. Yeah. Her yeah. stubbornness is really what moved the entire movement forward. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if you know, what, what, who we consider heroes were really monsters, yeah, it would change the way I feel about so, them. I, I, the way I feel about Michael Jackson has been forever changed because of what I know about him now. Yeah, but does that mean you can't listen to his music? It's harder now. Nah, I don't think so. I, I've been listening Lots to it. Lots of great uh, artists are now. terrible people. I know, but it is harder to separate them. Now, knowing all these elites... Mm-hmm some of whom I respected, participated in raping young girls, I will say it is really profoundly disturbing. It is like we are seeing how the world really works for the first time. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's talk about Epstein Island. You know, Comic-Con for wealthy sexual predators. Fuck. 
After his brief jail stint, Epstein was often said to make creepy jokes about being a sex offender. He reportedly claimed he was more a, quote, sex offender rather than a sexual predator and joked that the difference between the two was similar to the difference between a murderer and a person who steals a bagel. It's like being the difference between a vegetarian and a vegan. Yeah. Um, no, so, no, no. By 2006, uh, Florida police have found extensive evidence that Epstein was soliciting sex from teenage girls at his mansion in Palm Beach. Facing state and potentially federal charges, Epstein secured a secret plea deal. This is the sweetheart deal we talked about last time. Mm -hmm. From his friends in high places that allowed him to serve a brief sentence in a county jail. He was able to come and go as he pleased while in jail. Supposedly... He kept getting massages from underage girls he was molesting and raping while serving time for molesting and raping. Mm-hmm. That's the most Jeffrey Epstein thing ever, if you think about it. Getting away with it and continuing to do it. I think he even had an ankle bracelet, but they just let him go in and out. That doesn't and he stop didn't always you. come back either. That doesn't stop you from getting a massage from a 15-year-old girl. Yeah, a, a massage. If it were anybody else, they would have been fucked for life. But not Jeffrey Epstein, because mm-hmm. he owns the system. I even think even if it was a different rich person. Jeffrey Epstein is a registered sex offender by this point. Now, it's in certain areas, but he's still technically a registered sex yeah, offender. Yeah, it's weird. They don't extend it the way they're supposed to. But he's a known rapist of young girls. Yes. A predator. Mm-hmm. And yet, he is having uh, dinner with Amazon's Jeff Bezos and Twitter's new warlord, Elon Musk. <laughs> And all the other robber barons of Silicon Valley. He is hanging out with rich celebrities and Bill Clinton and Donald Trump, who, like Epstein, has a taste for young ladies. No one cared that he was a sexual predator. Celebrities are taking pictures with him. Yeah. I'm sure even people like Tom Hanks are hanging out with him at parties. You know, they know what he is, but they're still going to have their picture taken with him. Even the woman who, that reporter, Vicki Ward, mm-hmm. who wrote the article on him, knows all about him, she still encountered him at a party and was friendly with him after he's been convicted. Yeah. He was even invited to the New York premiere of Batman v Superman in 2016. What? When you're a billionaire, Hollywood and politicians let you do what you want. You can be a serial killer or a serial rapist and totally above the law, free to commit crimes with impunity. The America we know, it's all a charade. This is the real America. Do you know any billionaires who are like, you know, been accused of being a serial killer? No, because they never would be to begin with. No, You know, now Epstein is a rare example of somebody who was a billionaire who was convicted of something because most billionaires never are i mean the closest is weinstein i, I don't know if he's an actual billionaire, he wasn't he wasn't a billionaire but he was very wealthy very powerful very wealthy uh-huh. but it took years and then cosby who fucking got out of it he wasn't a billionaire no but he was also very wealthy and powerful so 2007 54 year old jeffrey epstein told journalist michael wolf who is a creepy fuck himself <laughs> what can i say i like younger girls and uh, Michael Wolf was like, you mean younger women? Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, I mean younger girls, you fucking idiot. Because he doesn't fucking care. He's so gross. He wants you to know it. Yeah. You know? He's like, yeah, I can get away with that. That's part of the thrill for He's him. He's proud of it, yeah. As yeah. is Ghislaine. They're both very proud of this. So by 2011, he had been released and returned to his previous life of rape and sex trafficking. 
with Prince Andrew and other celebrities spending time on his own private island, Little St. James, a small private island in the United States Virgin Islands. During Epstein's ownership, the island acquired local nicknames such as Island of Sin and Pedophile Island, Mm. his own private fuck dungeon. And by fuck, I mean rape. Yeah. Locals say Epstein was flying in underage girls long after his conviction for sex crimes, and local authorities did nothing to stop him. In fact, Epstein's victims claimed they welcomed him as royalty. Two of the employees who worked at the local airstrip on St. Thomas told Vanity Fair that they witnessed Epstein exiting both his private plane and helicopters with girls as young as 11. Nice. They would often be dressed as flight attendants. Epstein often appeared angry at them. He would lash out and hurl his jacket at them. He made them carry his things for him as well. Slaves. They were his slaves. Mm Mm-hmm. A former IT contractor for Jeffrey Epstein, who said that he ended their business relationship over personal concerns about gaggles of apparently unsupervised young women on the embattled financier's private island, told ABC News that his reluctance to continue working there was underscored by what he said was an extensive collection of photos of topless women displayed throughout the island's compounds. Quote, there were photos of topless women everywhere, end quote, said contractor Steve Scully who said he worked for Epstein for six years beginning in 1999. On his desk, in his office, in his bedroom. Scully, a 69-year-old father of three girls set of the private island dubbed Little St. James. This is a guy who witnessed Prince Andrew raping women at a pool, I yeah. believe. Mm-hmm. And he didn't leave until someone, one of the other workers, asked him if he had daughters. Yeah, I remember that. And he basically quit the same day. Now, he said in an interview that now if he could go back he would uh, he would have told authorities now mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so. epstein attracted a glittering array of prominent scientists they included the nobel prize winning physicist murray gelman is it murray gelman how do i say it? i guess Gell-Man? i don't know i've never heard of him before. that's such a weird damn name <laughs> well he's a fucking pedophile scientist what do you expect <laughs> jesus christ okay <laughs> Epstein attracted a glittering array of prominent scientists. They included the Nobel Prize-winning physicist Murray Gell-Mann, who discovered the quark, the legendary theoretical physicist Stephen Hawking, the paleontologist and evolutionary biologist Stephen Jay Gould, Oliver Sacks, the neurologist and best-selling author, George M. Church, a molecular engineer who has worked to identify genes that could be altered to create superior humans. Of course. And the MIT theoretical physicist Frank Vilsack, a Nobel laureate. These these people are all renowned. These are not just some, you know, quack scientists. No. These are the top of the field. Uh, quarks? I, yeah, that's a big I deal. I actually know these people. That's how famous they are. Mm-hmm. I was aware of their presence. So, you know, a lot of scientists, I don't fucking know who they are. <laughs> these people I actually know. Uh, many of these men, including Bill Clinton, Bill Gates, and Prince Andrew, traveled to his island, and I think we all know why. Yeah. The contractor, Steve Scully, claimed he witnessed Prince Andrew raping underage girls over and over again. I believe he also has implied that he saw him with Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton fucking kids, too. Mm-hmm. There's something about Bill Clinton that really disappoints me. And <laughs> Which I- is funny, because he's known as this creepy guy. Right, right, right. It's one thing to wrap your head around about a a guy who has his faults, who is gross around women, but they're consenting women for for what we know, right? And they're sort of of an age. The really the grossest one being Monica Lewinsky. 
because yeah, she's so that's because she's nothing, so young. That is nothing compared to what he did on the island. That's my point. So it's one thing to, to think about. Okay, he's gross with women, right? Like ew. You do realize the age difference between him and Monica is like the age difference between me and Billie Eilish. Like, uh, technically, you're saying that I'm gross, right? Because that, that's the same age difference, believe it or not. They're about the same. It's gross. I know. I don't care. But It's what, gross. But what I'm saying is, you know, he was the president, and that's yeah. what made it grosser. Yeah. And, th- th- yeah, someone in power using their power to seduce women, you know, that's one thing. It's it's kind of a tale as old as time. It's it's not it's not nice. Well, as we talked about, but it's, you're not exactly breaking the law there. We, we talked to Chris last week, mm-hmm. and, and I've mentioned this as well. Men gravitate towards youth. Yes. Women gravitate towards status. There's a problem here though because these are children. Yeah. These are not Billie Eilish at age twenty. These are children. As young as eleven, that's a child. They're all children. I yes, mean, but. Why would you walk with an 11-year-old? Teenage girls are kids. So if you can remember back to the way you felt and thought as a teenager, if you can envision that and just put yourself back into your shoes when you were that young and just imagine that someone is coming after you and wanting things from you as a really older, gross adult. I can't can't quite fathom it. If an 11-year-old gives you a boner, you're fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or even a 14-year-old. I'm sorry. It's fucking yeah, gross. Yeah, No, I would agree with that. Because I, they're kids. I would agree with that. You know? They're fucking kids. I see, I see I, them all the time. I have no interest in 14-year-olds. Look, the Target guy <laughs> who's a kid was, you know, he... Oh, what Target? What are you talking about? I was at the store today, and the Target kid was, was kind of flirting with me, but he's a kid. And I'm like, that's cute, you know, but he's a kid. I'm, I doubt he's 14. No, he's probably 18 or 20 or something. I don't know, but... So he's Billy Eilish's age. But, but I, I'm like, whatever, he's you a You fucking kid. predator. <laughs> I didn't flirt back. <laughs> you flirt with everybody. I don't buy this. I don't buy this for a fucking second. Well, that You have that same trait Amber Heard has. You flirt with everybody. I don't even know I'm doing it half the time. Yeah, it's, it's, you do it. I, I'm not trying to. I'm anyway, not trying to flirt with people. I'm just really anxious. That's what it is. Let's get back to your favorite place, the island. <sighs> so there were wild sex orgies involving young underage girls and the most powerful men on the planet. That's mm-hmm. what was occurring on this island. Mm-hmm. And it makes me wonder how many fucked up decisions have politicians made solely based on Epstein, who has video of them raping young girls. Judges, CEOs, or scientists. I am pretty sure, you know, Dr. Fauci was in there somewhere. I know I'm going to get labeled a QAnon nut. <laughs> but, yeah, he has video. He has blackmail material on yeah, all these people. Yeah, on everybody. Yeah. And he remember he said he owed me a favor, and the, Bill Clinton owed him a favor. Yeah, which is a strange thing what to say. What does that mean? What does that even mean? What did you do, Bill? Why, does he, why do you have to come back to the island because you owe him a favor? That's what I wanted to know. Yeah. Like, oh, well, you, you're obligated to come back and rape some more girls? What does that fucking mean? We don't know. That's we, fucking we weird. We don't know. So the island, it was designed to be difficult to leave. Mm-hmm. Every region of the island is under mass surveillance. If you were on the island, you were being watched. You were under his eye. The restrooms, the showers, the bedrooms, all had cameras in them. Your friend's husband, John Fallon, would have <laughs> loved this place. <laughs> The constant mass surveillance was also a means of blackmailing all the powerful people who took advantage of his 
services, of Epstein's uh, services. His, he's kind of a pimp, guys. He's a pimp to the elites. Right. You know, it's a honeypot. Not only is Epstein's island completely isolated from the rest of the Virgin Islands, it is also terribly difficult to leave. Epstein confiscated passports and terminated communications victims may have had with the outside world. Meaning he stole their phones. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Supposedly, there are only two ways off of the island, by helicopter or private boat. Now, according to some people that work for Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, his lover and groomer and pimp lady, brought young girls to the island on a submarine. I know this sounds ridiculous, but it's true. It really does sound stupid. We are not making this up. It sounds like something from Roger Moore Bond. Okay? <laughs> it sounds The Spy Who Loved Me. Great movie. <laughs> uh, Ghislaine Maxwell had a license to pilot submarines. How the fuck you get that? I don't know. I just keep imagining like one of those old-fashioned ones where they're, they're using like pedals, like a bicycle, to go and through the fucking ocean. When she was on the run, <laughs> when Ghislaine was on the run. Mm-hmm. Before she was caught by the feds, it was even believed that she was hiding out on a submarine, which is a really weird thing. It's like something from, I don't know, Aquaman or something fucking weird. Except no, she's in a fucking mansion in the Hamptons. Yeah, because of course she is. She's hiding in plain sight. Right. Now, there is a story about a 15-year-old girl who tried to escape the island but was almost immediately captured by Epstein's guards. She has never heard from again. Mm -hmm. There's another girl who was raped repeatedly and she was caught, I think, before she could get off. But She, was, she trying- was trying to swim off the island. Yeah, but mm-hmm. she, she lived to tell the tale. I don't think the other person did. I often wonder with this case how many children, young girls, were murdered. And young women. Because there are women, young, who young are, women. Or young women who yeah. meet, they're fucking as well. Yeah. There are accounts from several young women who testified that Epstein repeatedly raped them at gunpoint. Now, this is on the island. Yeah. The island was very secluded and private. Epstein made sure his guards kept authorities out. His security were constantly monitoring the docks. When authorities attempted to check on Epstein, his guards would tell them it was private property and they were to leave. Epstein's creepy island was a rogue state with its own laws, ruled by a single dictator, Jeffrey Epstein. We see this time and time again with all the transhumanist weirdos from Silicon Valley. They are inherently authoritarian, and they hate democracy. Now, PayPal founder and transhumanist Peter Thiel wants to build many countries in the far-off open ocean that would be free from the laws of any nation, any country. Yeah. Floating cities on the high seas. A billionaire's utopia. Well, it's international law out there. Yeah. Yeah. But they, it's like they make their own rules, too, mm-hmm. you know? and. One of the things that I've noticed in researching this case is that Ghislaine Maxwell has this weird preoccupation with uh, the oceans. She's known as a sea evangelist. You know, she's trying to save the ocean. I have never heard this term before. And I don't think it's much of a leap to say that she too wanted to create these man-made islands where the elites could do their fuckery outside the realm of international law. I think that was the whole point of this interest in the oceans. I I think it is too. I think it makes sense. Well, you know, there's been, there have been um, reports and problems of cruise ships when they're out on international waters covering up crimes <laughs> that have been committed. All kinds of shady shit. All kinds of shady shit. Ships. Yeah. That's where sex trafficking reigns. It There's has a bunch to. of true crime cases about that. We're, we'll eventually cover one of those, actually. It should be noted that Peter Thiel is a big proponent of blood transfusions as the pathway to radical life extension. He's indicated that he's interested in 
parobiesis, which is the practice of getting transfusions of blood from younger people. Literally draining the Aren't youth. they just sitting there next to them with like these special, they're all hooked up to these machines? I believe so. I'm not that familiar. Honestly, it's so gross. I don't really it's, study it that yeah, much. Yeah, it's gross. And I'm into gross things, but not that gross. <laughs> it's seen as a way of improving health and potentially reversing aging, the aging process. Yeah. In essence, guys, he wants to become a vampire because that's literally what he's doing. He's taking the blood of others to rejuvenate himself. You know where I first saw this? Was the show Silicon Valley? Yeah, from HBO. Well, that's why it leaked into the zeitgeist because it's so creepy and weird. If you think about it, it's the most boomer thing imaginable because it's literally they're draining us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, people are going to go. Stephanie and Michael are boomers. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> no, we're geriatric millennials. Mm-hmm. We're not Gen X either. We're geriatric millennials. We're almost Gen X, which is we're like, very close. Kind of. Like the worst thing I mean, you can do. I mean, technically I am, but that's like by 10 days. We're a, di- we're a different generation than Chris Knowles. He grew up in a different time, mm-hmm. you know? We yeah. have similarities. Yeah. But our culture's a little different. Yeah. Because we were children in the 80s. So, Stephanie, let's talk about what everybody on the island cares about, which is the fucking temple. <laughs> fucking cheap-ass temple. So, what does it look like, Stephanie? It's a stone mansion mansion is generous with cream colored walls and a bright turquoise roof surrounded by several other structures including the maids quarters and a massive square-shaped white building on one end of the island workers told each other it was a music room fitted with a grand piano and acoustic walls its gold dome flew off during the deadly 2017 hurricane season epstein is a classically trained pianist you know like that movie you like with that one actor who's the pianist it's directed by another pedophile. I know, yeah. and I love the movie. It's a beautiful movie. The pedophiles, they make the best stars. <laughs> <laughs> the temple is really odd, really creepy, and aesthetically hideous. It's ugly. It's 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 really cheap. Like the it way looks it's like made, a set. It's like a cinder block piece of shit, like like a shed, painted in blue and white stripes with this big gold dome on the top, and there's like. Just plyboard over what is a window? It looks like a fucking prop, a set. Yeah. Doesn't look real. Yeah. But it, apparently it is. But this guy didn't come from money, so it doesn't surprise me that he's tacky as fuck. He also has like these cheap ass gargoyle things all over the well, island we're, we're too. we're getting to that. The temple has fueled all kinds of conspiracy theories from the QAnon crowd. They believe it's where Epstein, along with Bill Clinton and other global elites, have secret sex orgies and practice human sacrifice. <laughs> Why is it always human sacrifice? I think, well, we're going to get to that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think the secret sex orgy thing is accurate. I yeah. think there are, that was what was going on in there. Yeah, I think it's some creepy I think eyes while wide shut. Epstein played on the piano, uh-huh. Clinton was knee deep in jail bait. Yeah. You know, and there's no evidence, by the way, like I said before, there's no evidence that Trump, I think Trump's a pedophile, but there's no evidence he was on the island as far as we know. Now, some people who have worked on the island have spoken of underground tunnels and crypts. This might be bullshit. They might just be, you know, exaggerating for fact. That would be hard to build on an island where you're going to hit the seafloor pretty quickly. I know, but there are a number of cases of islands like the Nazis had where they had crypts. Okay. How? They just did. Without it, like, crumbling under the weight of the ocean. You can get pretty far down. So... (laughs) Well, I don't know anything, apparently. No. Not about <laughs> n- weird Nazi history. No. 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 That's a more of a niche topic. <laughs> uh, 
A monument on the temple has been linked to an evil Canaanite god called Moloch. Moloch. Often depicted as a horned bull-like abomination. According to the Hebrew Bible, Moloch was a deity associated with a practice of child sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Ding, 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 ding. Mm. Specifically, children were boiled alive in his honor. Did that actually happen? That's pretty metal. In, in the past? Yes. Okay, humans. <laughs> I believe it was actually the Druids that did shit like that, from what I understand. Druids and some pagans. There are also statues and references on the island to the demon god Baal, one of the seven princes of hell in Christian theology. And I believe that the gargoyles, or what we presume as gargoyles, that's what those are. It's supposed to be that it, demon. <laughs> like I said, they, they are really cheap, concrete statuary. It's not, it, it looks like shit. It doesn't even, it's not even like that cool shit that you can like buy at a garden center. It's not even that good. The like, stuff at It's the, really garbage. The, uh... Stuff they have at the Denver airport is more legit. That's, yeah. It's, it's scary. No, I could go to fucking Earl May and buy a better okay, gargoyle. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bust open some QAnon people here. Okay. I'm going to okay. poke holes in their theory about this, about <laughs> this idea that Jeffrey Epstein is, uh, you know, satanic cult leader, whatever. So the problem with that is, is that Jeffrey Epstein is an atheist. Mm-hmm. And yes, guys, being an atheist means you don't believe in the devil. Okay. <laughs> I know that's worship hard. deities. Yeah, I know there's people out there who think atheism is Satanism. No, that's Levian Satanism, mm-hmm. not theistic Satanism, which is what QAnon believes. There, that believes is going on on the island. Mm-hmm. He's not into the occult at all. He, I think he wants you to think he is, maybe, but he's a transhumanist. Now he is a religious person because transhumanism is a secular religion rooted in science right. and eugenics and this idea of using science to transform yourself into a godlike being. We think they're LARPing with the rape, and that's a part of their weird transhumanist stuff. It's probably the same thing as, as Bohemian Grove. Yeah, but I don't think it, that's what's going on here, where they're dressing in robes. We have no evidence of that that they were doing that. We've seen it at Bohemian Grove, thanks to Alex Jones. <laughs> Thanks to the fat, you know. The only cool thing that fat fuck has ever done. Yeah, well, he's done a few other things, but I, I don't like Alex Jones. So, yeah. <laughs> we just lost the audience. They're like, well, I was excited. You guys are trash now. You're, we hate Alex We're Jones. deep state. <laughs> guys, by the end of this, you will definitely not think I'm deep state where I head. With. I have my own theory about Jeffrey Epstein, and it is, it is a doozy. So... Epstein has an esoteric taste in art that is more reflection of his generalized weirdness than proof of a satanic cabal of pedophilic elites. They are pedophiles. Yeah. They are elites. They're just not satanic. Yeah. That doesn't make the temple any less sinister or unsettling. I do believe the temple is where sex orgies did occur, and it has something to do with the doors. Mm -hmm. A contractor and engineer based in Chicago was interviewed. He said about the wooden door... It's style like what you would see on a castle, like a medieval castle, with what appears to be a reinforcing lock bar across the face. What makes it peculiar is that if you wanted to keep people out, the bar would be placed on the inside. But the locking bar appears to be placed on the outside, as if it were intended to lock people in. Mm-hmm. Lock young girls in. Kids. That's chilling. Mm-hmm. The island has become a fixation on TikTok. 
where people try to sneak in and explore the cursed isle. On YouTube, you have all these videos of people using drones to map out the island and, and decipher the meaning behind all the weird occult architecture that I think Jeffrey Epstein was just collecting. One thing I want to point out is that even now, there are people guarding the island. Don't believe us? Go look it up. You can yeah. find them. Yeah. You can find them online. It's you can weird. find videos of them. They're like, get off the island. Mm -hmm. Who do they work for? Are they working for Jeffrey Epstein's estate? Are they working for his brother? Or are they working for the U.S. government? No one knows, and we probably never will. Who do you think it is, Stephanie? Who now guards the island of sin? I think it's the government. I think it's the U.S. government. So the government owns it. Well, it is, the island is going up for sale, so they're going to sell it to Elon Musk? Or <laughs> well, I, I, I think they were probably making sure it didn't have any little black pills up its sleeve. You know what I mean? Poison pills. Yeah. Nothing incriminating on that piece of shit. I'm, I'm sure John Fallon is kicking himself. He doesn't have the money to buy uh, Epstein <laughs> Island. Your bridesmaid's ex-husband of peep. <laughs> so when we come back, Jeffrey Epstein's luck finally runs out. The question is, was it suicide? Murder? Or has the joke been on us all along? So Me Too happens. For reasons that are still unexplained, the powers that be suddenly decided to care that young girls were being abused by the rich and famous. Virginia Guffrey, one of Epstein's victims, a young woman who was repeatedly raped by Prince Andrew, enters the story. Epstein wanted her to father a kid for him. He wanted her to be a vessel for his plan for a master race of little Epsteins. So Virginia vows to take Epstein down instead. And once she comes forward with allegations of assault, so do countless others. The levees broke. Epstein's luck had run out at last. On July 6, 2019, Epstein was arrested by the FBI, Crimes Against Children Task Force in New Jersey on sex trafficking charges. He was jailed at the notorious Metropolitan Correctional Center, a.k.a. the MCC in New York City, which has held prisoners such as John Gotti, El Chapo, and Trump's butt buddy, Paul Manafort. And John Fallon, the ex-husband of Stephanie's <laughs> bridemaid that dumped coffee on her wedding dress. He was there, Steph. 
The MCC is a federal facility located at 150 Park Row in Lower Manhattan, not far from the Brooklyn Bridge, just south of Chinatown and just east of Tribeca. The Metropolitan Correctional Center has become notorious for decades of cruel and unusual treatment. This place is hell on earth. Mm -hmm. It is a place where incarceration is punishment. You're punished before you're ever convicted. Yeah. A place where the concept of presumed innocence is a joke. Lawyers and defendants held here awaiting trial have talked of appalling conditions long before Epstein was ever arrested. Mm -hmm. The MCC has been described by many as a gulag. It's poorly run, poorly staffed, and ridden with cockroaches and other vermin. Filthy, freezing in the winter, unbearably hot in the summer, with no natural light. It has been hit with numerous human rights violations. Think Warner Brothers Film Division under the current regime. (laughs) The MCC has also had widespread allegations of abuse, both physical and sexual, from the guards. It's a shithole. Even by the unholy standards of being a prison. Almost as bad as living with Stephanie's parents. (laughs) Not quite, but almost. Yeah, we didn't have to crap in bags. Epstein spent his final days in a cramped, filthy cell flooded with feces and crawling with mice, rats, and cockroaches. No jailbait. No island. No Green Lantern comics for him to read. He liked Green Lantern? Of course he did. (laughs) Sorry, Christo. (laughs) That's an in-joke nobody's gonna get. Uh, inmates constantly complained about the water and the feces flooding their cells. Conditions were miserable. It was worse than a Alabama rest stop. You can't say Epstein was in the wrong place. The fact that he ended up there is beyond fitting. Mm-hmm. It couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. Love to see it. The MCC was so understaffed that cooks and janitors were often assigned guard duty. That's, that's not right. That's dangerous for them. I think that's... Against the law? Yeah. But this place doesn't abide by the law. No. And this is what lends credence to the idea that it was gross incompetence that led to his death. I don't believe that. No, I don't either. But that, you know... We'll get to why we don't believe it. On July 23rd, 2019, three weeks prior to his death, Epstein was found unconscious in his jail cell with injuries to his neck. Epstein claimed that he was attacked by a cellmate who was awaiting trial for four counts of murder, while the correctional staff claims Pedo Jeff had attempted suicide. Whatever the case may be, after that bizarre incident, Epstein was placed on suicide watch. It all sounds like a narrative is being constructed here. You can almost feel the pieces falling into place. Mm-hmm. When this happened, I remember, I, I don't know if I said this actually on Twitter, I probably did. I think they're going to kill him. <laughs> I think they're going to kill him. You can go back, guys, and find... We've been very consistent on our beliefs about yeah. Jeffrey Epstein. You can yeah. find our like, Twitters. Like, this guy's gonna... He's gonna die. We're not flipping on you. No, no, no. We said this from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, Epstein was interviewed by the prison psychologist, and what did he tell her, stuff? The psychologist wrote in her notes from a July 9th suicide risk evaluation that Epstein adamantly denied any suicidal ideation, intention, or plan. After Epstein's request to be moved to a single cell was denied... A psychologist wrote in a note dated July 11th that he was smirking and said, why would you ever think I would be suicidal? I am not suicidal and I would never be. Now, the counterpoint to that is this guy is a pathological liar. Mm -hmm. He could have been full of shit as usual. On the other hand, Epstein was a transhumanist. 
He was a card-carrying member of the Cult of Chronics and Life Extension. He wanted his brain frozen and preserved so he could be immortal. Also his balls. Yes. He wanted to live forever. That's my main point. Except he was about to find out nothing lasts forever. Jeffrey Epstein was found dead in his cell at 6.30 a.m. on August 10th, 2019, while awaiting trial. The New York City medical examiner, Barbara Sampson, determined he had hung himself with a bedsheet on a night when he was alone because his cellmate had been transferred. She insisted that bureaucratic incompetence spanning multiple individuals within the prison facility was to blame. This is the official story from all the blue checks on Twitter and the establishment media types who want you to believe this horseshit. Mm -hmm. It is a steaming pile of legacy media horseshit. I'm sorry, it is. (laughs) I don't care if that makes me a... I'm not wearing a MAGA hat, but it's bullshit. Well, even the bedsheet isn't a bedsheet. Yeah. And we'll get to that. Now, the removal of Epstein's body from his prison cell is another violation of protocol. The Bureau of Prisons mandates that the scene of a suicide should be treated like a crime scene. And prison personnel failed to photograph Epstein's body as it was found. Again, another colossal violation of protocol. The whole thing looks highly suspicious. And this is why when it happened, everybody's like, oh, they killed him. Yeah. Even people, even normies, okay? We're not normies. We're, <laughs> we're in the kook bubble, okay? <laughs> At least I am. Maybe you aren't. Uh, I'm in the kook bubble. I got a toe in. <laughs> At <Yeah>. least. <laughs> you believe in tulpas. You're more, it's more than a fucking toe. Okay. But the whole thing is highly suspicious. And I'm not supposed to say anything about this because if I do, if I say it looks suspicious, then I'm accused of sucking Donald Trump's dick. All three inches of it. <laughs> First of all, I don't like dick. I know this is shocking. Second of all, it's suspicious. Yeah. Liberals, good liberals should admit this is sus- suspicious. Yeah. Okay? Well, Bill Clinton's fucking kids. There's a thing called the Clinton body count. It's real because a bunch of fucking people that know the Clintons, they're dead. Yeah. Now, maybe he killed them. Maybe they didn't. But it's still fucking suspicious. Well, and Trump is still being actively sued by one of his alleged rape victims. That he raped when she was 13. And Prince Andrew is royally fucked. Mm -hmm. Royally. (laughs) So Reyes, uh, who was his cellmate, was suspiciously transferred without warning the day of Epstein's suicide. And where is he today, Stephanie? Dead. He died of COVID in 2020, supposedly. Dr. Fauci paid a special visit to the Bronx just to see him. So there would be no witnesses to his death. That's why this guy was transferred out. Reyes is gone. He's gone because there would be no witnesses to Epstein's suicide. And again, this is contrary to normal procedure. Epstein was not checked upon every 30 minutes. He was supposed to be because he was technically still on suicide watch. Right. According to court documents, at least 10 prison officials knew Epstein wasn't supposed to be alone that night. So why wasn't he given a new cellmate? And what about the cameras? The two cameras in front of Epstein's cell also malfunctioned that night. Hmm. I can buy one camera failing, but both. Well, the camera story gets really muddled because it starts off, they say, oh, the cameras failed. Then, no, they didn't fail. One of them was okay, but it's, it's blurry, so you can't make out what's going on. And then they said the cameras were turned around backwards. It, it's, it's a bunch of bullshit. According to the Washington Post, 
One of the cameras did capture footage of Epstein committing suicide, but it was, and I quote, unusable. Right. Yeah. When Epstein was first arrested, all the cameras and footage he recorded of elites fucking minors in his creepy Manhattan mansion was mysteriously confiscated by the FBI. I am sure that was just more bureaucratic incompetence. (laughs) Guys, Trump is the president. His appointees are in charge of both the FBI and the Justice Department. But the Q-tards still can't connect the dots. I know, you got King Pedo sitting on the throne, and they're like, no, no, he's our guy. It's fine. Trump, the Clintons, the power elite, half of Hollywood, they are fucked if those tapes ever get out. Yeah. That's why those tapes are gone. That's why the FBI seized them and destroyed them. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, that would fuck up half the elites in this country. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe certain powerful people had copies of that shit. Maybe, I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think anything ever really dies. So the two guards overseeing Epstein's cell block that night were later indicted on charges that they failed to conduct mandated checks on inmates and then lied on official forms to hide their dereliction. Instead of performing their twice hourly rounds, the two apparently spent their eight hour shifts sleeping and browsing the internet for anime porn. Because of course. (laughs) The two guards who were assigned to check his jail unit that night fell asleep and did not check on him for about three hours. The guards falsified related records. So the two guards involved in the cover-up are charged by the Justice Department for allegedly falsifying documents to conceal the fact they did not make the required welfare and security checks on Epstein in August, that fateful night in August. And then both were quickly offered a deferred prosecution deal. Now, for those of you who don't know the law, it's a pardon Mm -hmm. with certain conditions. Never talk about the case with anyone and keep quiet. That's what it is. They like were probably like an NDA. They were probably paid off to a little bit of money. Yeah. But both of these guards, it should be noted, were black. They were poor. Yeah. These are poor people. Mm-hmm. They could have made millions off a book deal. They haven't been interviewed by the legacy media at all, and they never will. You will never hear from these people. They're just gone. They're just vanished into the woodwork. Yeah, and that is odd because people who are related to famous doings of the rich and famous uh, often are approached by publishers and magazines. It's a racket. Yeah. And they, they, they cash in all the time. And these people are just quiet. They're just gone because they're afraid. Remember remember Princess Diana? I don't know if you guys remember. Like anyone who they could they could claim was a friend of hers. They were interviewing for their shitty fucking trash rags. Yeah. They were given thousands of dollars. Fuck, they could have just been a maid and, and, you know, passed the bathroom that she had just used. And they would claim that she was, they were her bosom buddy. <laughs> and they had all this information about her. That's how bad it is. They were cashing in. They were cashing in. So, how come these two? Anybody who worked for Donald Trump, anybody who got him fucking hamburgers has written a book about That's it. That's fucking true, too. You know? <laughs> yeah. Anybody who worked for the fucking Clintons has yeah. written a book about it. <laughs> yeah. But you tell me this guy, this the most famous prisoner of all time, arguably, mm-hmm. who mysteriously dies. And he, the two people who are witness to this and shit. And they're pardoned, yeah. so they can talk about it, but they won't. Yeah. There's a reason why. Yeah. They could literally come out and say, yeah, we killed him, but they were pardoned? You couldn't do shit to them. Oh, it's that kind of pardon. It is. That's what a pardon is. Well, no, that's a federal pardon. They're pardoned by the federal government. So not just the state of New York. They were charged by the feds. 
It's a federal pardon. Yeah, yeah. They've got to do what they want and get away with it badge. And they're not taking it. They've got a, a gold mine here. Yeah. And they're not taking advantage of it. There's a reason why. Yeah. This looks bad. Really fucking bad. This is a big smoking gun. This is proof something weird is going on here. Yeah. And of course, the legacy media wants you to forget all about it. Nothing to see here. Move along. Let's talk about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock or the latest Marvel movie casting bullshit. Because that's a distraction. Okay, let's, let's talk about the autopsy. There were some weird things uh, about Jeffrey Epstein's body and some weird things about the autopsy. Mm-hmm. So the original coroner, Dr. Barbara Sampson from New York City, said the death was a suicide. However, <laughs> as we've talked about earlier, there's no pictures of the body. We don't know the position the body was found in. There are pictures of the body, but they were taken after the body was removed. Was moved. So There's no pictures of the body in the cell hanging. Right. If there were pictures of the body hanging, you would see the blood pooling in a way that would show the body had been hanging. The blood is pooling on the bottom of his body as if he were laying on his back. So yeah. that's one fucking weird. Now here's the other part. He's supposedly hung with a bed sheet. It looks like a pair of fucking pants. It does. It's orange. Okay. I don't know about you, but sheets aren't orange. Bright ass orange. But prison pants are. Also, these. it was said that one of the guards cut off the ligature, which is what they call, you know, the device he used to hang himself with. The sheets, the pants. Except there's no cut marks. There's hemlines. Like pants <laughs> on either end. It makes, it makes absolutely no fucking sense. This alone makes no sense. Then we get to something that's definitely more fishy. So again, this kind of hanging, it can suffocate you, but it's not going to necessarily uh, bruise the shit out of your neck. Or crush your throat. Or crush your throat. Petechial marks were found on his neck, which are basically post-mortem bruises and his hyoid bone which sits right above uh your adam's apple was crushed was broken in three places it's crushed and then the cartilage that sits over the thyroid of the throat is also fractured now i believe the hyoid bone as you age it does get more brittle right and that some people have pointed to the fact that maybe because he was 66 years old that's why it was more brittle but in three places he was in great shape in three places and the other thing too is epstein was not a heavy guy no he was fit yes you know there's not enough the the physics of the weight coming down on him, it doesn't match right because if you're hanging yourself off the top bunk of a bed you're not dropping from a height you're not being dragged up into a tree okay it's not one of these violent hangings where it could potentially break that bone in your throat or crush the cartilage over your thyroid it is consistent with strangulation yeah well with that's what dr michael Bodden, the uh, medical examiner hired by epstein's family concluded he also concluded that this was a homicide now he's hired yeah. by the family this should be noted he has also been hired by oj simpson he's you know he sometimes comes to conclusions people don't like I will say that Dr. Bodden has an unimpeachable record. He's very ethical. There's another... Uh, Dr. G, medical examiner. There's another guy. It's an older white... I forget his name, but he also came to the conclusion, and I don't think he was hired by the family, but he just looked at it, and he yeah. said that it was... Uh, 
I think it's Cyrus something. He mm-hmm. he was saying that the uh, the hyoid bone and, and all that it didn't it didn't make any sense that this no. was a homicide. And, and I'm not even done yet either. There was also a a wound to the back of Jeffrey's skull, so that's strange. And here's where I think it gets even creepier. There is an obvious injection site on the inside of his elbow. And we have heard no mention of a toxicology report being nope. performed on him by this doctor, this woman who performed the autopsy. Yeah. I believe originally she said that it was inconsistent, that the, the cause of death or, or was undetermined. Yeah. And then she switches it and says, oh, no, it's a suicide. Yeah. Because somebody gave her a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> That's not going to work. You're going to have to say suicide. He was suicided. Yeah. And this is why I think, you know, the family has probably hired Dr. Bodden because... Like I said, he has very good character, very good ethics. He's known for being honest, even when it pisses people off. Yeah, I would say so. For the, mo- I mean, I trust him. Mm-hmm. Some people disagree, but I, I trust him, and I think what he says makes sense. Yeah. Uh, nothing about Jeffrey Epstein's death is consistent with suicide. This is a man who wanted to live forever. Right. Okay, I understand he was living in a shithole. But he probably thinks he's getting out of it. Paul Manafort was in this place. Yeah. If Paul Manafort, if that weasel can survive, then this asshole can. <laughs> Definitely. You know? This is a, this guy is a dark entity. You know? he's All it's going to take is this place, a couple... This breaks him. This, this is what does it after everything else. A month else. in this fucking shithole, this is what does it. No. No. No fucking way. So, according to official sources, including Epstein's lawyer and the U.S. Bureau of Prisons and the New York County Medical Examiner, Jeffrey Epstein is dead. Now, Epstein made changes to his will days before he uh, died, or suicided. He unalived himself. Yeah, he unalived himself. Most see this merely as a final fuck you to his victims, so they will never get any of his money, I believe... It is because Jeffrey Epstein is still alive. I do not believe Jeffrey Epstein is dead, and I'm going to lay out my case for why. So, you remember Jeffrey Epstein is known for having a genius for executing elaborate schemes. This is his main thing that he's, they always talk about. He, he's a genius who knows how to do these schemes. Right, because he was successful at uh, conning. And manipulation. Con men. Other billionaires. And creating a pyramid scheme of blackmail that mm-hmm. he can entrap all these elites in. Yeah. And he could basically make himself a billionaire, come up through that, essentially. Which right. is Which, I gotta hand it to him, is impressive. He's a disgusting person, yeah. but he is a very smart man. And there's people that try to equate moral worth with being, you know, you're smart if, if you're a good person. And you can be a bad person and be very intelligent. Well, that's also the converse of that is saying, well, if you're dumb, you must be a bad person. So you're going to tell me that people with developmental disabilities are evil? Well, this is that... Goes, what the fuck? This goes back to that thing, too, about the facial features. Yeah. The physiognomy. Yeah. You know? And and to be fair, Jeffrey does kind of like a gorilla. Uh, <laughs> who is paying the guards on the island? That's my first yeah, question. Yeah. But the, why would he go and stay back at his own island? He's not on the island. He didn't go back to any of those places. He's somewhere else. He's not. There's people. There's a QAnon. People think he's at one of those ranches. He's, no fucking way. If look, he's actually alive, and I don't think he is. I'm going to make my case. The only photos we see of Epstein's corpse are after 
it has been removed from the cell. I know my anatomy. I know the body changes after death. You know, it bloats, whatever. But they're very quickly taken after the supposed death. But in some of the photos of the corpse, his nose is dramatically smaller. I've seen the analysis of it. He had a big nose, you know? I was Jewish. I'm just saying. You have a big nose. I have a big fucking nose. <laughs> I have a hawk beak nose, you know? And you would know if my nose changed shape because that's one of my defining features. Yeah. So it's like this much smaller in the pictures on the side profile. What, like a half inch smaller? Yeah. That's weird. It wouldn't shrink that much. Your nose no. gets bigger as you age, too. The it, cartilage continues to grow as does it in your the ears. The other thing. Why didn't this guy just rat out Bill Clinton and all of them? Mm -hmm. He had a, a Trump card. He literally had a Trump card. Well, I mean, if if this is true, wouldn't he have some kind of like dead drop type plan? Like, well, you know, if you take me out, all the pictures come flooding out. I mean, it's the perfect Bond villain type scheme, right? Like, yeah. If you kill me, everyone's going to know what There's you did. There's this idea that he, you know, oh, well, maybe he cared about trump and bill no he didn't no he fucking didn't <laughs> you think you think bill clinton actually wanted to sit for that creepy ass portrait in the creepy blue dress with red heels they were puppets on strings yes there are no strings on me i'm epstein <laughs> he doesn't care about them one phone call and he could have walked away a free man he could have ratted those fuckers out same thing with galene maxwell and i i still now, even now, I question whether she'll ever continue to stay in prison. I don't think she will. I don't think but she will. But it won't be because of a phone call. It'll be because of some arrangement. Yeah. He had the dirt on everyone. He had the dirt on fucking Bill Barr, the, the guy who's the in charge of the Justice Department. He had some dirt on him. He had all of them. Everybody. Yeah. Now, Dr. Michael Bodden, who I do trust, though, he was hired by Epstein's family. What better way to fake your own death than to convince the world you were murdered by the elites? Because immediately, everybody on both sides, the Trump people think the Clintons did it, and the Clinton people think Trump did it. You think Trump did it, you know? And I was, No, I, I, what, I say, what I say is that Trump had the access because he's the president at the time, but could he have gotten calls from everybody? Fuck yeah. And, but he's, he has the most to lose right there. It's not who wanted him murdered, it's who wouldn't. Exactly. There's a lot of people yeah. we don't even know about. They might even be celebrities we associate with being, you know, good people. Right. And I'll, I'm not, not going to say the obvious one, Tom Hanks. It's not, I don't think Tom Hanks had anything to do with it. But, you know, people like Tom Hanks. Right. You know, right. I mean, it could have just been that, you know, fucking Oprah and Hillary, as they call her, they went in there and they fucking killed <laughs> Epstein and then the guards looked the other way, you know? <laughs> could be that. I don't buy it. I don't think he's dead. I don't think this guy, I, I don't think he's dead. I think he planned all of this. I think the whole thing was a charade. And I know I sound like a fucking QAnon, tinfoil hat, Alex Jones motherfucker. If it's a fake body or if it's someone else's body, that means that he has to have collusion from the federal government, our own CIA. Well, who else could he fake was a able body? to come and go out of jail? True. Yeah. Thanks to the federal government, according to the guy who charged him. Yeah. He was like, well, it, word came down from the top of the executive branch. This is when he was interviewed by Congress. He was before Congress for his confirmation hearings as Secretary of Labor. Yeah. What the fuck is his name? Uh, Alex Acosta? I yeah. Think. 
I always think it's Alec Acosta, but it's Alex Acosta. And I think he was telling the truth. Some people say he was lying. I Look, guy's sleazy. He's a scumbag. He's mm-hmm. associated with Trump. But he seemed honest. He pleaded. He was like, look, I was just following orders. Yeah. Okay. Which is what every horrible person says, by the way. Well, if the CIA tells you to jump, you're, oh, you're yeah. going to fucking jump. Yeah. Most people would probably just do whatever the CIA Now, you tells know, there's that do. famous uh, case of Unsolved Mysteries where those two boys are found on the tracks. They're called the boys on the tracks. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people believe they were murdered in Arkansas. It's also associated with that that case, the Tom Cruise movie where he's like the drug runner for the CIA or whatever. It's, yeah. it's, it's very similar to that. It's the same time. Because it, it, it goes around with Iran-Contra bullshit. Well, a lot of people believe that Bill Clinton, who was the governor at the time, was George H.W. Bush, called up Bill Clinton... And they had those kids killed because they saw something they shouldn't have. Yeah. Okay. It's not that hard to figure out. I don't believe that for a moment that Jeffrey Epstein could just be taken out like this. Not after after everything he's done. He's got too much leverage over yeah. everybody. He's yeah. the one holding the cards here. Okay, it's not, you might be changing my mind here. <laughs> it's not Trump. Yeah. It's not Clinton that's holding the cards. It's no, not Kevin no, Spacey. No, no, no. And no. it's certainly not Chris fucking Tucker. I, I'm not going to say deep state because that's stupid. But <laughs> It is a deep state, though. I, I do believe there are elements of our intelligence community that are hidden from other parts of the intelligence community. If that makes sense. Well, that's just plausible deniability. Right. And I do think a lot of them are really pulling the strings when it comes to governance, if it if they have some kind of agenda going. I mean, what if what if Jeffrey Epstein has video or footage of hundreds of government officials fucking kids? Yeah. And actors. Mm-hmm. You know, and people like Kevin Spacey are so, are so wealthy and so powerful and influential. They're like a part of our government. Yeah. The, the Hollywood is connected to our government. People don't realize this. And slowly, people like that are on TikTok and Instagram, they're becoming a part of the government too, because this is all flowing into one entertainment complex. That's what Trump is. He's the merger of Hollywood and the government. Well, and in between it, you have all the businessmen, the billionaires. Those are, you know, Bob Iger. He's basically like a fucking congressman or senator. Because he's so powerful. These these CEOs are fucking powerful people. Bezos, Elon Musk. Oh, they are the government. I know. You know, and granted, we have said on here, you know, we have no proof that Bezos or... uh, Elon, I'm not going to accuse him because I didn't see him. They don't him. look like they want to be at that fucking dinner. It looks like they're obligated and to we're go not meet de- this guy. And I'm not just saying this because I, I... No, I, and I don't want to defend billionaires. I'm just saying... It I'm kinda, not just saying this because I don't want... Uh, it's like Jeffrey Epstein is so fucking powerful. He ha- He's making other billionaires have dinner with him. I'm not just saying this because I want Elon to keep me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Supreme leader. <laughs> I'm not a bootlicker. <laughs> no, I, I don't think, you know, maybe, maybe he did. I don't know. But I don't, I don't see any proof of that. It seems to be more politician. See, now I think it would be different because I think those people are more powerful now. I think he would target those people now right. more because they are more like the government now. In 10 years, Silicon Valley will be running the entire country. You're going to get a president from Silicon Valley. Mm -hmm. You're going to get a president that's just like Jeffrey Epstein. We're going to have President Jeff Bezos. We're going to have President Jeffrey Epstein. It's just not going to be Jeffrey Epstein. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you want to say Trump's like Jeffrey Epstein. I'm like, no, because... Trump's not even rich. It's all fake. Jeffrey Epstein was who Trump wanted to be. (laughs) He's smarter. (laughs) He's a real billionaire. Yeah. 
they're both unattractive men. Um, With tiny dicks. Yeah. They're both disfigured. How many evil things have been committed by men who have tiny dicks? The other thing, and the thing that I think, you know, on this podcast, I think we did a good job, but I think we felt that was to emphasize this idea that the scientists, all these scientists, man. That's right. These, the brains of America, Mm -hmm. they're involved in this. What's been subverted from... Well, then this is what... Chris Knowles was talking about. He talks about how they have destroyed science. Yeah. That, you know, uh, these men, he made a mockery of science. Transhumanism is a mockery of science. It's eugenics. Yeah. You know? And there's people, you go online, there's people now that are worshiping Elon Musk. He's into transhumanism. I know, it's so creepy. They're, it's like that creepy movie Gattaca from 20 years like, ago. They're like, I hate transhumanism, but I love Elon and Bitcoin. <laughs> what is it, Dogecoin? Doe yeah. I don't fucking know. You guys are fucking suckers. <laughs> also, Elon is one of Obama's people, as I've said. He is an Obama guy. He likes Obama. He will have dinner with Obama. Obama. He likes anybody who will give him access and power. They evaluated his company at $3 trillion. If if he calls Obama up... He's now too big to fail, even though he makes shit. If he calls Obama up and wants to have dinner, Mm -hmm. Obama's going to go have dinner with that guy. He's going to. Because he's he's that rich. Yeah. That's the way it works. If Bezos does. If Zuckerberg does. Zuckerberg loved Obama, too. (laughs) So, you know, there's and there's an argument to be made. He likes Russians more now. There's an argument to be made that Obama deferred to those people, that they kind of were running. I think everybody is deferring to those fuckers. Yeah. And just like Donald Trump defers to Putin. Yeah, yeah. And Bill Clinton defers to 14-year-old girls. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Stephanie, I'm going to say this. This is my final thought. Somehow, I feel we haven't heard the last of Jeffrey Epstein, and I will leave it at that.